The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week nine of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday afternoon in Southern California. Lots to go over. Uh, joining me to discuss the week nine picks and some other NFL news. We got Rebound once again. What up, Rebound? How's it going? Z-Ball, I'm doing great. How, how, how did we do last week? Uh, I think we both went four and two, so it was a good week for both of us. Oh, that's uh, fabulous. So I think... We had uh, four picks that we agreed on and then two that we didn't agree on. But at the end of the day, we both ended up going four and two last week. So it was a pretty a good week, winning week overall for sure. So uh, a lot of stuff been going on in the NFL. The trade deadline just passed. So uh, uh, 10 deadline day moves, I believe, this yeah. time. I think the most in trade deadline history in the NFL. So what's your, what was your take on some of the moves? What did you like? What did you not like? I like the Bradley Chubb move for the Dolphins. They did give him the bag. They probably overpaid him, but it's a good move. I think I think the Broncos know they're just going to suck and they're not going anywhere. They, 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 and they probably didn't want to pay him that amount, too. And the Chase Claypool one I didn't like because he's going to... I, I, don't, know, I don't know how to explain Justin Fields. I think he's just not ready yet, but they're going to have to pay Claypool now, too. So if you're giving up a second-round pick, so... That one I liked, and th- those were the two major deals we had, we had on the day draft day, or trade trade deadline day. Okay, so what what do we think about the Super Bowl favorites right now? The Bills getting Naeem Hines. Do you think it'll improve their running game because their running game has really been lacking so far? Uh, it's okay. I think Devin Singletary is still better than him. Okay, and then what about your Packers? They didn't do any, they didn't do squat. Well, what, what what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I think. They're saying they might sign Odell. They said they're one of the teams okay. interested. That's got to be the fall plan, right? If they didn't make any trades, right? They had to have known something might, might be going on there. What do you think? Yeah, but I think the Packers front office, they're just, they're, that's just the way they run it. They, they don't want, they don't do anything. And then, I don't know, I, th- I think they're not going to get Odell. I'll say that right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. And I think that they're just going to end up with what they have right now. Okay, for sure. And then Miami 5-3 and three right now. Obviously, that you said they made the biggest move, getting the biggest uh, kind of prize, I guess, after probably after McCaffrey, right? Or probably alongside that. So what, what do you think that does for them with their chances in the AFC playoff picture? And yeah, it opens the door. I mean, all, all, at the end of the day, it all comes down to Tua. I mean, they did uh, get trade Chase Edmonds. That was part of the package, but they have Raheem Mostert. They so, got Jeff Wilson as well. So yeah, so they, they, that was pretty much equivalent. So, I mean, it's all going to come down to that. But I don't see them going to the Super Bowl, but I do see them making some noise and at least going to the second round, possibly a championship game. But I still, I still have Buffalo ahead of them. I still have Kansas City ahead of them. Okay, for sure. Uh, 
let's get into the week nine slate then. This week nine scorching six slate will start with game number one. We got Atlanta four and four, leaders of the AFC or NFC South now. Excuse me, three and one at home hosting the four and three Los Angeles Chargers, who are coming off a bye. Chargers are laying three points. Rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Really interesting game. Obviously, Atlanta coming off a win, a crazy win, which, I mean, I don't even know how to explain that game. That was a really good game. I mean, DJ Moore getting a 65-yard touchdown and celebrating and then missing the PAT. And yeah, and then they missed another field goal in overtime, right, yeah. Pinheiro? A uh, 33-yarder or something? Yeah, and that guy, I mean, that's going to give that speed. And then the Chargers obviously having issues. Your boy Mike Williams on your fantasy team is out. Keenan might not play. So they're, they're banged up. They're banged up defensively too. And I really, really like Atlanta here. I think Atlanta's going to win. Everyone overhypes Chargers and Justin Herbert. I think Atlanta wins pretty, pretty easily by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, like you said, um, Chargers banged up on both sides of the ball. I mean, defensively as well. J.C. Jackson has not lived up to what he was last season. And then the receivers, with those two big receivers out in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, after that you got, what, Joshua Palmer, DeAndre Carter, kind of some unproven guys. Uh, they don't really have much stability or much potency at the tight end position. So it's a lot of... Austin Eckler on offense, and then a lot of Justin, depending on Justin Herbert to pull stuff out of his ass, make plays happen. Kind of like what uh, Buffalo depends on Josh Allen to do a lot of the time. And Josh Allen, of course, has been delivering, but uh, for the Chargers, I think it's going to be tough, yeah, for them going across uh, into the Eastern time zone into Atlanta on this one. So I'll agree with you, Reba. I like the home dog Atlanta here getting three. I like them to win outright as well, move to 5-4 and four in the season. I'll say they win this one, uh, probably close game, 27-24. And we'll agree and move on to game number two. Another early afternoon game, we got Minnesota on the or well, excuse me, Washington at home, 4-4, four and 2-2 four, two and two at home, hosting the 6-1 and one Vikings, who are also coming off a bye week. They are, or they're not coming off by, excuse me, I think they won last week. Yeah, versus Arizona. Yeah, versus Arizona. They are laying three points on the road in Washington. What do you think about this one? Yeah, another easy one here. Vikings are the much more talented team with Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. They just acquired TJ Hawkinson. That was one we didn't talk about, which is a big acquisition due to Irv Smith Jr. going out for the season. And... I really think that this spread should be a lot higher. It should be like six or seven. Vegas is trying to tell us something here. They want the public to bet on everyone to bet on Vikings, which it will be probably 70 to 80%. And this is the Vegas special of the week. I really like Commanders. They're a solid team. They're an underrated team. Even with Carson Wentz out, that's not really a big deal. I like this team. I like Terry McLaren. And I like the, their defense, so I got the Commanders plus three. Is the Vegas special sponsored by Heineken? Or? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, what do you? What do? You, what's your take on the Vikings? Six and one. It seems like they're kind of going under the radar, both in the NFC and in the in the overall picture. I mean, obviously you got the Eagles seven and zero. They play tonight versus the Texans on Thursday night football, but the Vikings are 
they under the radar, rightly so, or are they being uh, disrespected here? What do you think? Uh, they're under the radar because they they never make noise in the playoffs. That's the thing. And if Kirk Cousins can prove me, prove us wrong, I mean, they have the talent to do it offensively and defensively. I mean, if 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 there was a game right now in neutral field, Minnesota and Philly, I would take Minnesota. Really? Neutral field, uh, not. I would take. I think Minnesota is more talented, offensively, defensively, probably Philly. I mean, I think Minnesota is a better team, but you just have Kirk Cousins who chokes all the time in the playoffs. But if it if it was in Minnesota, I'd definitely take Minnesota. But Philly has home field right now. Yeah, they did face off again in the NFC Championship in 2017, I believe. Yeah. And then Let's Philly see, blew them out. So it's all on Kirk Cousins. So. Okay. Uh, for this game, I'm going to disagree with you, Rebound. I'm going to go with the, the road favorite in the Vikings. I like them laying the three points, so I'll swallow the three points with them. I think they're going to put up lots of points here and get the win, move to 7-1. and one. So I'll say 31-24 Vikings on the road in this one, and they get the win and move to 7-1. and one. And that'll take us to game three on the slate. We got two losing teams here. We got Jacksonville at home, 2-6. and six. Hosting the two and five Raiders, who are still looking for their first road win of the season. The Raiders are one and a half point favorite. Rebound, what do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good one. Obviously, the Raiders just got their ass handed to them last week. I mean, Alvin Kamara just ran all over that team, three touchdowns. And Jaguars also looked a little iffy. I mean, they they made a trade, but which is not going to impact this season. Could gain Calvin Ridley, but. I really like the Jaguars there. I just think the Raiders are a complete fluke. And not a fluke. I think they just they just know how to suck every year. No matter what. They they stacked their team this year by getting Devontae Adams and a, a very a lot of other players on defense too. And their O line is really bad, which is a big thing for Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs is having one of his best years, if not his best year and I think Trevor Lawrence balls out and Jacksonville wins straight up. Okay, so kind of going back to the trade deadline, the Jaguars traded for Calvin Ridley, who's still suspended for the season. Uh, what was kind of the the reasoning you think for that? Because couldn't they? Isn't that a trade they could have just made at the end of the season, anyways, in the off season? Yeah, but there are conditions to it too when he comes back. So what what the conditions are? He comes back next season, right or no? If because he does, he, if he, when like. It, the pick can go down or up. Okay. But someone else got made in the offseason then. They just wanted yeah. to secure him. True. Okay. Yeah, and then maybe for the Falcons, they just wanted to get rid of him and then maybe create something or kind of just get that negative bad energy out of, out, off their team. But nonetheless, uh, I'm like going back to the game, I'm going to agree with you here. I think the Raiders obviously won't get shut out for sure, but I think, I think it's going to be a tough environment for them on the road. Uh, they obviously haven't won on the road this season for a reason. They've had some close games for sure. The Jaguars as well as well have had some close games, some bluesome games. So, but I'll go with uh, the, in my opinion, the better coach team with Doug Peterson and the Jags over the Raiders. So I'll take the Raiders, a home dog, getting a point and a half. Agree with you, and I'll take them to win outright. Say twenty-seven, twenty-one in this one, and they move to three and six on the season.
All right, game number four, moving into the late afternoon window of games. We've got Arizona at home, NFC West battle. They're taking on the 5-3 first-placed NFC West Seahawks. The Cardinals giving two points. Rebound, what do you think? Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Obviously, the Seahawks are balling out. Uh, first off, congrats to Pete Carroll, pretty much proving that Russell Wilson sucks and Gino, Gino fucking Smith... Excuse my language there. He's just proving it that this guy is balling out, com- pretty much comeback player of the year right now. So almost half a, halfway through the season, do you think Pete Carroll's at the top of coach of, coach of the year candidates? Could be. I mean, who? I mean, everyone thought they were going to rebuild. They're tanking. They're going to be a bottom team, and they're leading the division. I mean, at this point, yeah, I wouldn't mind giving it to Pete Carroll, but I forgot everyone's saying the Giants coach, the guy. Dayball. Yeah, him. Cause they, but they just beat the Giants, so that kind of proves a point. So, And this is going to be a tough one, but I think Arizona covers there. I think I like Arizona. DeAndre, Kyler Murray is a different guy with DeAndre Hopkins. When you have a receiver, it's a different thing. So that, that's, that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, Metcalf and Lockett, this is a good team. Good, good offenses versus... Bad defenses, so it will be a high-scoring game. So take the over, whatever it's at. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I don't know which way I'm going here. Obviously, these teams played in Week Six. DeAndre Hopkins wasn't playing in that game. Uh, the Seahawks, five and three, first place. Uh, definitely surprising everyone. Geno Smith is at the top, uh, probably top ten in most of the major uh, category, stat categories for quarterbacks. He's been playing really well, and. On the other side, obviously, the Cardinals have been disappointing. Uh, they lost 19-9 in that Week 6 matchup to Seattle uh, on the road. But this time they're at home, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins is back. Uh, they're kind of getting that chemistry back. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, this uh, divisional games are always close. I think this is going to be a close game for sure. But I'll, I'll take the road dog here and the Seahawks. I think they've proven so far. And the first eight games uh, of the season, first eight weeks, that they've been a little more tougher, been able to win and pull out close games more so than the Cardinals have ha- have done. So I'll disagree with you here, Rebound. I'll take the Road Dog Seahawks getting two. I like them to win outright as well. I'll say 27-26, and they move to 6-3 and three on the season. Game number five, it's the CBS game of the week. We've got the Tampa Bay Bucks at home. Three and five hosting the three and four Los Angeles Rams. Tampa Bay giving three points. Rebound. What do you think? Yeah, another toss up here. Both teams on three game losing streak. I mean, Rams are are they on? Yeah, you can look it up. Didn't they beat the the uh, the the Panthers on like October sixteenth or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, the, I'm gonna go with the Rams here. They need this more. Brady's. Brady's done. He's got a lot of personal issues. So, and th- this is gonna. I I got the Rams there. I think their defense steps up. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are playing well, but Brady. It seems like Brady just doesn't have it in him. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a game where I think the tempo, the pace of the game is going to be dictated by the Bucks defense. I think they they're really ha, ha, what has what. What has kept the Bucks in in this season somewhat? They're three and five. Uh, 
but without that defense, I think they'd be maybe one and six or or one and seven, something like that, two and six. Uh, so they've really kind of won some games for them, kept them ha- hanging around to kind of win those close games. And then the Rams on the other side, I mean, they've their run game is non-existent. Matt Stafford once again leading the league in interceptions. He's has not been very good uh, after that stellar postseason last year, winning the Super Bowl. And then offensively, they they're very predictable. Even in the past game, they just go to Cooper Cup on the big downs, on the first downs. It seems like Sean McVay doesn't give a crap about even establishing some sort of a run game. So Cam Akers, I think, is going to be coming back soon, but. I think Daryl Henderson's getting the majority of the carries. Uh, Ronnie Rivers got a lot of carries last week against the Niners. Uh, they went up in that game and then just absolutely got dismantled in the second half by the Niners at home. Uh, and I don't know. I just don't see it here for the Rams. I mean, I don't know if they can go in a tough road environment and beat a good defense. So I'll say the Bucks defense dominates and they win a close one. I'll say... 14-10 bucks in this one. Uh, so I'll swallow the three points with the Bucks, take them to win 14-10, move to 4-5 and five on the season. And that'll take us to game number six, the last game of week nine. It's the Monday night game in prime time from Caesars Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Got the home team, New Orleans Saints, 3-5, and five, hosting the 5-3 and three Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens laying two and a half on the road. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. The Saints just announced that Michael Thomas is on the IR, so that's a big blow for them. Still have Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry's been hurt too, but Alvin Kamara's been playing well. Andy Dalton has been feeling, playing solid, but I really like the Ravens here. I think it's my lock. I like the Ravens to win big by 7, 7 to 10 points, and I think they're going to blow them out. Everyone's going to be very high on them after they beat the Raiders. Beating the Raiders doesn't mean much, so I really like the Ravens there. And I like the Ravens. To I like their defense that they had, they have, and I think they're going to be good. Okay, for sure. I'm going to agree with you, Hare, to close, close out Week 9. I like the Ravens on the road laying 2.5. I just think they're talented all around. And they they got the coaching advantage. They're better offensively. They're better defensively. They're better on special teams. They have a better running game. So all around, I think they just have advantages everywhere against the Saints. And then the Saints uh, are super dependent on Alvin Kamara. And then Andy Dalton has shown that he's kind of he can kind of right the ship. Uh, has been connecting with Chris Olave. But Alvin Kamara was magnificent last week in the twenty-four nothing win at home versus the Raiders. I think he was catching touchdowns, uh, catching passes, running all over the Raiders, but I think he'll have a little more difficult time here in this game Monday night in prime time. I think Lamar, you're going to see a lot of Lamar Jackson, a lot of uh, the uh, Ravens controlling the game on the ground, ball control type game, controlling the clock, controlling line and scrimmage. So I'll agree with your rebound. Swallow the two and a half points with the Ravens, and I'll take them to win this game 28-20 and move to 6-3 and three on the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for Week 9, Scorching 6. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Z-Ball. Good luck to everyone. Stay safe.
Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 9 matchups, and we'll be back next week for Week 10 Scorching 6.